Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. You know, there's virtual goods that you can buy or there's virtual goods that you can obtain or virtual assets and realizing the value in the real world. And I think that's going to be like super, super cool uh, when we talk about as far as in just different ways, how artists and teams can really just attack that and approach that and ultimately, you know, deliver value to fans. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech podcast episode shout out goes to Abel Hernandez. Abel Hernandez, thank you so much for engaging with us on the We Are LA Tech Instagram. We appreciate you. Be sure to say hello to Abel Hernandez on Instagram at Abel Product. That's A-B-E-L P-R-O-D-U-C-T. Tell him you found him via We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Finding our sense of why and purpose is the most vital component to I think everything, especially being an entrepreneur, if we don't know why we're doing what we're doing, it just creates this feeling of feeling lost or exhausted, you know? And one of my friends, I'm sure she got it from somewhere else, it said that essentially burnout happens when reality doesn't meet expectations. And I think that that's really true. I think when we put, you know, so many expectations on ourselves and we think we should be somewhere, we should have something and those things aren't yet there and we don't yet have them that we feel like something's wrong and then we're really upset and then we get all flustered and burnt out or, you know, all these different emotions. When if we just understood like our story is our one big picture and to just have this underlying sense of like purpose and why and I ideally would would love in all of us for that to be a greater sense of good it really makes a tremendous difference there's this book I read I've probably talked about it in a podcast many times before called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl and he talks about how he survived the holocaust and that he survived it by living for a reason beyond himself And I just think that that's so beautiful. It really moves me. A combination of that and The Alchemist, another book I read really early on in my life about how the whole world conspires to bring your dreams to reality if you lead from a place of heart. A combination of that. I think that's what makes life magical is when it becomes about creating connectivity, positively impacting others, healing 
this is the secret sauce to life. And the times that we end up feeling empty or isolated and all these other things is when we're not serving those greater goods. Anyway, me being all grandiose, uh, you guys enjoy the next episode. LA Tech Podcast, celebrating LA Tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest coming out is from West Hollywood. Welcome, Isaac. Hello. Hey, how you doing? So, Isaac, go ahead to kick things off. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So, as you know, my name is Isaac. <laughs> I am the co-founder and CEO of Rax Play XR. I am originally from Detroit. I am new to LA. Uh, I actually moved out to LA specifically uh, to continue building uh, Rags Play. Uh, we're an immersive music company enabling music artists to perform live real-time concerts via virtual reality. Uh, so super excited to be here and uh, super excited for the future uh, ahead of us. So I have so many questions. I barely know where to begin. I have questions about Raxplay. I have questions about why you chose West Hollywood. I have questions about the LA tech scene. So let's start with your company. What inspired your company and where is it today? And where do you see it going maybe a year, a couple of years from now? Yeah, so where we're at today, we are in the MVP stage. Uh, so we've went ahead and built out a few prototypes, market tested uh, our MVP. Uh, we got some LOIs, which is cool. So right now we're converting on those and raising our seed round uh, to go live in the market within the next 90 to 120 days. What originally inspired Rags Play, it started back in 2019 when I met my co-founder, Carlos. Uh, we were both in this accelerator program back in Detroit for college-age students uh, to test out your ideas. The whole program was focused on the lean, uh, the lean starter model. And so... Yeah, a lot of customer discovery, validating our value proposition and things of that nature. And so at the time, you know, I knew I wanted to work in music tech because like my North Star is just, I think music tech is a way to increase artist earning power. Um, I just didn't know what that technology will look like and, you know, all that other stuff. And so when I met Carlos, Carlos was doing VR and he and I initially, we just clicked. And we thought, well, music and VR, like that just go together. Like it just has to work. And so one thing led to another. We just uh, hashed it out all on the whiteboard. And we pretty much say, you know, like immersive concerts is it. And here we are. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, within within the next year or two, you know, we, we look to be live as far as with concerts. So we, we do concert series. So like, you know, 10 shows and then like another 10 shows and then like another 10 shows. But they're all archived on our platform. So uh, within the next year or two, you know, we definitely look to be live in the market and, you know, really establish ourselves and uh, really work through as far as in the key things uh, that really drives value for both artists and fans. So definitely looking forward to that. And, you know, just, you know, right now, just making sure, you know, we're, we're building the solid foundation to do so. Okay. So a couple things. One, you used a term called ILO. What's ILO mean? Yeah. Uh, letters of intent. Uh, essentially, you know, when a team or a company, pretty much you're, you're getting it in writing that they have an, an interest in uh, whatever you're proposing. And then that's pretty much what it means is, is just getting it in writing that they have an interest in doing business with you or selling to you or buying from you or anything of that nature. And so 
Uh, right now, we have a couple of those that we're looking for. We're actually in the process of converting right now. And so it's been a pretty fun process. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what uh, 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 LOIs mean. And so keeping us on our toes. So I'm super happy about that. Why move from Detroit to L.A.? And why did you choose West Hollywood? So I have a roommate still in Detroit at the time. And he was sending me like a bunch of different apartments. And I didn't really care. I'm like, hey, like if, if it's nice and if it's our budget, like I, I'm all for it, go for it. And so he found this apartment where we're at. And I'm like, OK, cool, like that can work. And so uh, there wasn't really like any specific reason. Now, I was out here be- a year before I moved and I-, I spent most of my time in West Hollywood. It was some meetings that we were doing. Uh, we did a few live activations uh, while we were there. And West Hollywood was like the only area that I knew at the time. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna go where I'm gonna go with the area that I'm most familiar with and, you know, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, there wasn't too much thought behind it. It was just, you know, what made sense and what was convenient. <laughs> and what's it been like to be in the L.A. tech space? I mean, we're just out quote unquote, out of the, I don't feel like we're out of the pandemic. It's very confusing, but people, things are starting to, to be open again. Have you felt a sense of community for tech specifically here in LA or has it been difficult to connect with community? So I've been out here for like uh, seven months, six, six and a half months now. Uh, I moved out here late November. And it's funny when I first moved out here, they issued out the new lockdown orders. And so everybody I knew here, you know, people I knew like professionally and stuff like that. So it wasn't until like a few months ago until like I, I really started to get familiar with the LA tech, uh, the LA tech space. And so, which I'm really happy about because I was like, you know, my whole reason why I'm moving out here is to get in the ecosystem, being a music tech company. And so I'm actually really happy I did. Um, one of the things I know is just a lot of consumer companies or areas, uh, the LA tech space is really big on like the whole like consumer space. So I think that's really cool because just in regards to being able to relate to other startups and other founders, I, I think that's a pretty key thing in regards to just, you know, relationships and overall community. You know, so far it's been good. And so, you know, like uh, I, I'm meeting different people, I'm meeting different organizations and, um, and you know, they've all been, you know, super helpful. So, so far, so good. So where is your company today? Like how many people are on your team and where do you hope to be a year from now? So right now we are a team of five. So we have, uh, including myself, uh, two guys on the whole business side of it. And then the rest of the team on the whole technical cloud and design side, where I like to be a year from now. I at least would like to grow our team where it's about like a good, you know, seven, nine of us. I really want to keep our team lean for the time being until we're ready to scale up. As I mentioned earlier, you know, my goal from a year from now with the immersive concerts, you know, we're, we're doing them, you know, like, you know, two concerts twice a week or, yeah, you know, two concerts, two concerts a week is my goal. You know, again, these concerts will be archived. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about uh, the content will always be living. So it's not just like, you know, concert starts at July 8th. And if you miss it, then like it's done with like, no, it, it doesn't really matter what day you show up, it, it would be there. So, yeah, so that's where I would like to be from a year from now. Um, there's some other goals that we would like to hit, you know, in, in regards to, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, biz dev and uh, just overall as far, yeah, overall just, you know, goals that we have in regards to just like market. 
ultimately, you know, I, I want people to be on a headset and, you know, watching these shows and enjoying these shows and ultimately living their virtual best lives <laughs> um, is the angle that we have in mind. Um, and so that's where I see Raxway from a year from now. So hopefully uh, I'll be able to look back at this recording like, yeah, we did that. So <laughs> we're on the right track and, you I know, we're hitting that. the milestones that we need to hit. So, um, so, you know, so far, so good. So I can't complain. Walk us through Rack's play and how to use it, because obviously everybody's listening to the audio version of the podcast, so they don't see it in motion. So walk us through what is the visual experience and, and uh, the experience as a music attendee and why to use uh, Rack's play. Yeah, absolutely. So ultimately, you purchase a ticket no differently than how you'll go about purchasing a ticket today. Um, and once you purchase that ticket, you know, you get like a four digit code. That four digit code is the code that you'll use to access the experience the day of, of the event. You know, uh, pretty much, you know, it'll be, you know, a tab that, you know, enable you to as far as, you know, choose your avatar and all this stuff. And so ultimately, uh, depending as far as in what the venue or experience lay- layout uh, may be. So it could be very photorealistic as far as in it be like a real street and like a building that's supposed to be the venue. Or it can be just like super, you know, left field, uh, like you're on Mars <laughs> and uh, you have an artist performing, you know, on top of like a bunch of Mars rocks. I mean, it, it could be anything. And so essentially you head to as far as in the area Whereas as far as in where the performance is going to be, there's actually little arrows that kind of point you into like the right direction, where to go. Before the show actually starts, uh, one of the key things about Rackspace is that we focus on like experiences within the experience or within the experience. So uh, there may be different live activations that you can uh, play around with or, you know, try out with. Uh, you can also meet up with friends. Uh, that's also like a really huge a uh, really huge uh, point for us, Rats, as far as and you can watch shows together with friends. And so um, you're able to do that. And, you know, um, if you look at, and I, I was sending you a link, but if you look at it as far as in our current build, you know, uh, you can be front row of the stage. You can be backstage with the artist. Um, you can be in the whole VIP section. And all of this is happening real time. So it's definitely a very intriguing experience. And, one of the things I'm mostly excited for is the fact that like it's real time. So, you know, everybody has an uh, avatar in this environment. So you can like take a photo uh, with the artist, you know, you have your avatar and they have their avatar. So, I mean, their avatar can be like, you know, like a 30 foot dragon. <laughs> if they wanted it to be in, you know, you could take this photo and post it on like Instagram and uh, Twitter or, you know, whatever your preferred, you know, social. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever your preferred social media is. You know, you can post that picture and, you know, that actually happened. You guys were both there in this virtual space together, side by side. And I, I think that's going to be the really cool thing. It's one of the things I'm most excited for. I know it's one of the things that the team is most excited for. You know, there's virtual goods that you can buy or there's virtual goods that you can obtain or virtual assets and realizing the value in the real world. And I think that's going to be like super, super cool. Uh, when we talk about as far as in just different ways, how artists and teams can really just attack that and approach that and ultimately, you know, deliver value to fans. So that's pretty much, you know, what the Raxway experience uh, uh, looks like to date. And, you know, uh, in time, we look to build off that and improve it and uh, so on and, you know, all that other stuff. So we're 
super excited about that. A lot of investors always ask, like, why are you the person to take this company to the top? And a second question is, where is the space for this when the pandemic actually does become part of our past? Why is Rackspay still just as important as a time when we don't have any offline connectivity? But the first question as far as in what makes me, you know, Isaac Lyman, the guy to actually do this, to put it simple, like, I live this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people were, you know, will talk about, you know, I've done X, Y, and Z in this center and third. And yeah, that's cool and all, but like, no, like I live and breathe this, you know, when I first got started on this, I, I was in school and I dropped out to double down on this. And so I, I live this, our mission in alliance with my personal values and overall my personal mission. And so, you know, it's something that I take very seriously in regards to just building, you know, building a new way for artists and fans to interact with each other, but most importantly, improving artists, earning power, you know, in the age that we're in. Uh, To answer your second question in regards to, you know, how a Rackspace sustain in a world that's fully opened back up when you have your Rolling Loud festivals and your your Coachellas and, you know, so on and so on. Um, It's very simple. We are not looking to compete with concerts. So we, we have uh, zero interest in doing so and competing with real world concerts. Where we actually look to position ourselves in the market, you know, within the metaverse and, you know, virtual and, you know, virtual events and all this stuff. You know, ultimately, Rack's play experiences aren't just, you know, real time virtual concerts, but they're overall just, they're overall immersive music experiences. And so the fact that you know, these concerts are archived. This is this is living content. Fans are actually engaging with the music itself in its purest form. And so that's how we're going to sustain within market or in a world where it is fully back up. And I feel really good about it because, you know, what we're building is not just a concert experience. It's so much more. It's a, it's a fully musical based experience. And, you know, concerts for us is simply our is simply our, our first step is is simply our uh, foothold and so that's pretty much my outlook uh, on the whole opening back up in your journey and now being an LA tech company who have you come across who's really impressed you recently either a company or a person may have to shout out my boy Josh yeah he's at TikTok uh, he works on the product side he's very heavy very heavy in the tech space he's actually introduced me to a lot of people and kind of showed me the ropes and stuff. So I definitely have to shout him out. So Where could we find him on uh, social? Do yeah. you by chance have it at the top of mind or no? So it's uh, Joshua uh, Agandu on Twitter. Um, uh, that's oh, my guy. So Yo, yeah. he has been so yeah. supportive. Can you spell out his handle for everybody? Yeah, so uh, it's J-O-S-H-U-A-O-G-U-N-D-U. So Joshua Agandu. So that's... That's a really good friend of mine. He's showed me the ropes. Uh, he's from Michigan as well. And so uh, it was cool when I reached out to him because, uh, you know, we, we knew like the same places, the same areas. So it was like really cool just being all the way out here. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Josh. <laughs> he's been amazing community supporter overall. Like he's just a very uh, compassionate, connective person in the community. I, I've been enjoying seeing him like not just elevate you, but elevate so many people. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So um, shout out Josh. Um, 
a random question that doesn't have to do with LA Tech specifically, but what website or app do you just love Can't Live Without? Yeah, uh, definitely the Calendarly app. Uh, I'm, Calendly. I'm really huge on it. I know it's like, yeah. Scheduling. And yeah. it's funny, like, I, I know it's controversial. I don't know why it's controversial to each his own. Um, but for me, it's just, it makes a lot of sense. I, Wait, why is it controversial? Or there's some people that gets like offended. <laughs> so I know there's some people that gets offended when they get sent a link. Oh. And I know like they interpret it as in like, oh, like they're too good to like set up a time with me. I never really got that impression. You know, I love when people send me, uh, send me their, uh, send me their link their, this, uh, to schedule a time. Cause it just makes, it just makes it so, so much, much easier. easier instead of, yeah. you know, going back and forth with trying to lock in a time and yeah so so it, it for me personally it, it simplifies things and so that's why I, I i'm agree. a personal uh, uh fan yeah i totally <laughs> so. agree okay so you're living in west hollywood because this is so recent for you if somebody were to just move to la what do you recommend they do one to immerse themselves in the la tech community and two in general so what was the first thing you did to immerse yourself into the la tech community i imagine you connected with josh and like kind of was like josh where do i go any other things that come to mind that you did yeah so i joined uh, a few slack channels uh, i know specifically dot la slack uh, slack channel um, and I, I just followed people on Twitter that was heavy in the LA tech space and, you know, reached out to them and, you know, introduced myself. So that's what I did, you know, in regards to the tech side. And then on uh, just in general, like I'm, I like to go for walks and then like if I see something, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And kind of just, you know, see what's up. Um, I, I play basketball a lot and there's like a basketball park across the street from where I stay. So uh, it's super convenient. It, like. It's funny. Basketball is like an easy way to make friends, especially like if you go to the court like two, three times, uh, you know, a week, you know, you, you'll start seeing familiar faces and, you know, build and, you know, start building relationships. So and then, you know, just like, you know, going out to like different events and, you know, uh, meeting different people. Um, uh, and so, yeah, you know, uh, it's kind of like one thing leads to another. It's generally how things work. And so. And how are you finding the events? Yeah. So. Or, or more so uh, through people like I already know, or uh, I guess you could say like people who I work with in the music space, you know, they had, hey, like this is going on. I'd be like, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm going to show up and, you know, I show up and, you know, and, you know, one thing leads to another, I meet people and I'm like, okay, like this is cool. Or, or especially like uh, if they, if they're also in the music tech space or there's like uh, uh, similar interests. And so that, that's one way, you know, how I go about, you know, like meeting people and, no, so far so good. And so I think like the best piece of uh, advice that I've gotten is just like, you know, find your tribe. And if you can't find your tribe, like build your tribe. And so I kind of been doing like a little bit of both, like building my own little tribe and then, you know, like finding finding my tribe as well. So, yeah. <laughs> and we have the We Are LA Tech calendar, too. So if you ever want to check out what events are happening in L.A., you could totally look at the calendar as well. I think if you go to wearelatech.com slash calendar, honestly, I can't even remember. And we have the We Are LA Tech app that has the calendar on there as well. What restaurant do you recommend everybody check out in L.A.? There's a sandwich shop out in Inglewood. And I feel bad because I'm drawing a blank. And their sandwiches are so good. But there's another sandwich shop. Uh, across the street from me is called Potato Chips. They have really good subs. I mean, really good subs. So I really enjoy their subs. So you definitely have to check that out. And then say if you're looking for like a late night meal. So I'm a late eater. So like it'd be like 10, 30, 11, 30 when I decide to eat dinner. And so if I don't decide to cook, I'll go to Benito's Taco Shop. 
Uh, that's another place to check out. Thank you so much, Isaac, for hanging out with the We Are Late Tech podcast. If you had one ask of the community, something that we could all do to help accelerate your success, what would that ask be? And how can they check out Raxplay? Yeah, so you can check us out uh, at raxplay.com. And that is R-A-X-P-L-A-Y dot com. You can check us out there. And then our only ask is that, you know, you support us uh, along our journey. Be on the lookout for some news that should be coming out uh, later down this month, along with uh, just overall when we get ready to launch. So if you have a headset, um, you know, uh, be ready. And if you don't have a headset, you need to get a headset because it's going to be really cool. So and where can people connect with you directly? People can connect with me directly on Twitter. My handle is pretty straightforward. It's Isaac Lyman, I-S-A-A-C-L-Y-M-O-N. Um, and yeah, you can connect with me on Twitter. And I'm always open to talking to any and everybody. So uh, just reach out. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you for being part of the We Are LA Tech podcast. If you want to connect and collaborate with more amazing people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey everybody, this is Isaac Lyman from Racks Play. We are an immersive music company enabling music artists to perform real-time concerts in virtual reality. We're based in West Hollywood and you are listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.